The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yes, and that team over on Kirby, which made a move today and talked again and didn't say a damn thing. Let's have some fun. It's a Thursday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for a Thursday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, and the Basketball Junkie. Aaron Rabel to Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron likes it. He'll read it. Twitter is at Fred Power. F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitzed. At Degenerates 975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. And it is a Thursday. Weekend's almost here. Have some Happy today. weekend. Yeah. Almost we, weekend. We got uh, Brad Powers today. We got Eric bringing in your beer. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. I that. didn't forget about that. <laughs> oh, it's a good day. Yeah. It's going to be a good a, day after all. It's going to be a great day, my friend. So uh, I wouldn't have thought it. I just spent some time uh, watching Twitch during uh, it, with Nick and, and Dell filling in for Josh. And, like, you know, these are dudes who. who rarely have an opportunity to be like featured on a show yeah and the the, uh the entire chat instead of being you know about the show interacting with the show is all about uh josh and why he sucks or josh and why he's the best or barry and why he sucks or barry and why he's the best so that's that was the extent of it and then there was some political talk that's what you expect though but you know what uh I, i love that people care (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, I wish they understood that it's not like we can go out and hire Howard Stern or anything. But, hey, you know, I mean, they care about stuff. That's good. Guess what happened today? What happened today? Second Roni shot. Nice. Nice. So I'm you're all, done. I'm all done. I'm I'm uh, I'm bulletproof, baby. You make me a copy of that card and I'll just change my name? No. No, you go got to go and earn it. Yeah, you got to do it yourself, man. Plus, you- the number on my card matches the microchip. So you need that. If if they can't, if, I mean, yeah. they, they would know. They'd scan you, and they'd know that it was a false card. And that, yeah, because they got to be able to keep up with this now. That's right. Plus, apparently, <laughs> apparently, there's a kill switch in there too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you r- get out of rum- line. Rumor has it that the government can just punch a button now, and and, I, and you'll die. You'll explode. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which sounds like a science fiction movie, but then everything that's happening is really a science fiction movie these days. So I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. Whenever they want to push a button on me, go ahead. Go ahead, government. Do it now before do I do your worst. Before I do the second shot, because do your worst to me, America. At least it'll only blow up half of me right That's now. That's right. It'll blow up, well just your left arm. Uh, I, I got it done the right arm. Oh, I don't make sure you don't let them put them in. Like, make sure you do your other shot in the right arm. Don't let them take both your arms. If yeah, they double chip you, then yeah. you're screwed. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just I, I can live without one arm. I can, yeah, I can still masturbate left hand. Yeah, so. worst. Wor- that's why I picked my left arm. I said worst case scenario, if I got to cut the chip out, I'll just take it off here at the shoulder and i'll be the one-armed man but i'll it'll be my be my good arm my my good arm well the the good news is well i, I still have two weeks so two weeks but by, by the way if you can't see that on twitch 
That's my dice shaking hand. Uh, is that what that's, you were doing? Yeah. Okay. Same, shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them, roll them, oh. baby. Well, you're going to get some craps in while you're in Vegas? No, probably not. Uh, th- that uh, I'm not a big dice guy. I, it's funny because when I first started going to casinos, that was my, my game of choice. And then you turned into blackjack. Guy. Then it's blackjack. Blackjack is it's good for me as someone who's uh, got some. It's a little bit of ADD. It's good because it keeps me involved. Every hand, there's action. Every like, I love poker. I I wonder how. And I I've played, you know, I've played some pretty big tournaments before, like three four hundred people tournaments. But I don't know. I wonder if I'll do well if I ever play in like a big setting, like a a, a multi day event, because I you know how I get like I I've, I need constant action, and if there's right. a lot of folding, I start to get flustered, I get frustrated. Yeah, except those those tournament. Well, they they play more to my mindset where because I, I can sit there for three hours without playing a hand, and. That's struggle for me. It, it, I, I try to turn something into something. But in a those. tournament like that, you know, you, I'm studying everybody else and what they're doing the whole time, and just waiting for my, you know, the one or two opportunities where I can take advantage of them. And so that that part of it's fun for me and challenging. Now, thirteen hour days get old, man. I, I'm not gonna lie about that. When you get to you get to the end of a like, especially day three of that last one I was in, you get to the end of day three, and you're kind of like, man, do I really want to keep doing right. this? Because it is a grind. But I, I get bored in those little eighty and a hundred dollar tournaments we play. They just uh, it, it's cool. You're, you're there. You're it's okay. You don't feel bad about maybe playing nine eight. Right, right. Never know. No, you but play like, more sniper style. AJ's more breach the wall and just go. But it, well, I I do it. I I mean I I'm a a patient player. But when you're asking me to be patient for a whole, you know, six hour, eight hour session. That's, that's a little it, tough. Yeah. It's that, totally different though. And I think once you get into one of those, I think you'll enjoy it. You'll, you'll find the challenge different. And, uh, you know, I, I really believe that you would do well. And it's just a matter of doing it for the first time. And, and the, my first really big one was the main event, which is not the first one to start with. Yeah. And, and since then I found that I enjoy, like, I really love playing that seniors tournament and, Assuming there's a World Series this year, I'll, I'll play that again. I'm going to play. There's a 3,500 six-handed that they do every year that I really like. And, and six-handeds kind of solve some of that for you because there is more action six-handed yeah. because the hand values go up. But no, I totally get all that. It's just, it, it, and I'm, the older I get, the less inclined I am to sit around and play poker all day. Uh, it, it's just, you know I, know, I know they're having a bunch of big tournaments in town. But how oh, are you going to play? Are you going to play? It's like, no, I'm not. I, I when I when I want to go play something like that, I want to leave town. I want to, uh, you know, I want to get in the right mindset for it, and I, I want to, you know, treat it like a business instead of just playing for fun. Yeah. And as long as as long as I'm doing stuff like that, it's all good. But uh, otherwise, I will get bored, and that's that's the one thing that can't happen. Is just you know what? Screw this. I'm tired of folding for three hours. Let's raise with seven four offsuit. Uh, man, a lot of stuff going on over on Kirby today with the team who. Uh, we're not calling calling them the team formerly known as the Houston Texans. Uh, we're going to come up with a new name for them, probably the Easterbees. I haven't decided yet, but they're going to have a new name. We're not doing any. Uh, we're not calling them because they're not Houston's team anymore. They're Easterbees' team, and they're not really Texans. They're a bunch of uh, South Carolinians and Boston people, so we can't really call them Texans. 
That's but, true. But we do have an update to the Nick Casario scale today. Okay. They signed uh, Mark Ingram to a one-year, $3 million deal. Okay. I'm going to give him a half point for that. Okay. So, Nicholas. Now, part of it was I had to subtract an extra point, half point, because of David Johnson. Uh, so, now, technically, he's still one and a half on the scale. Okay. So, Nick Casario, one and a half. I, I, I like Mark Ingram bringing him in on that kind of deal. That's the kind of deal if you were going to keep David Johnson, I would have liked to have seen. Um. They still need a young, fast running back because neither one of these guys are very fast. But I like the Mark Ingram signing. I'll give him. I'll give him a half point for that. Mark Ingram's good if you it, like. Mark Ingram's not good if you want him to be your number one running back. The, the Texans clearly are going to be a committee type yeah, running, I, I, and I'm sure situation. because they have to do everything like the Patriots do. They'll have three or four guys, yeah. and then they'll use whoever is the best at the time. Well, speaking of the Texans, did you hear any of David Culley's uh, press conference today? I heard all of it. Hey, Aaron, the clip you guys were playing last segment, do do we have just the answer clipped or do we have the question clipped? The uh, When he was on with uh, the podcast? Oh, okay. That wasn't at the press conference. No, that was mind. his okay. podcast with uh, Trotter. Yeah, yeah, the podcast was totally different. What he said there it was, was completely. So the guy's either lying through his teeth. Or, more likely, because he's in this organization, just really, really dumb. I think... Well, Del Brock, I don't want to say he's in over his head, because I, I don't know. We haven't seen him coach a football game yet, but I I, I think it, he, there's a lot going on for him right now. I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Dell brought up you know how relaxed he was, kind of just talking to two guys in that setting, yeah. being on the podcast, and the fact that of what he said, on, and if you haven't heard it, he had said, you know, oh, Deshaun's the quarterback, but, you know, things change. I guarantee Nick and, uh, you know, Jack, I'll refrain from calling him what I really want to call him, but took he, him into a closet after that and said, you don't say anything. You say Deshaun's the quarterback, and that's it. You can call him Jesus. It's all right. I, it, it's funny because I want to cheer for David Culley. I, like, I do. I, I He seems like such a nice guy. I, I I don't expect him to have success, but it's also I mean I wanted Bo Porter to do well, even though yeah. I I knew I, I knew just I could look at his situation and say wow, that's not going to work out, but he seems like such a nice guy. I, I hope it I hope he does well with it, and I'm looking at David Cully the same way, and and you know I watch like I said last week I watched that uh, I forget what it's called becoming the Texans or whatever it is that the 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 hype video that the Texans made. I watched it, and it's like, man, I, I like the guy. I do. It's just hard to imagine him succeeding. Um, so, it, it, like, a, and I, that's what you go with, right? They all they it, when you when you're coaching or when you when you've got an NFL franchise, you always want to swing opposite of the way that you had before. So, right, uh, you know, there was just a a completely unlikable coach here, and. Now there's a likable coach here. I mean, even Gary Kubiak. Gary Kubiak was a really likable oh, yeah. guy. It was, it was hard not to like Gary Kubiak. He, he was, it was it was fun to make fun of some of the things he would say. Sure, but, but yeah, like, he was really likable. But he just wasn't all that great at the job. Uh, Bill O'Brien was completely unlikable, and Bill O'Brien got he, he got some decent results on the field. Um, but it, now they've switched to this Cully where, like I said, it, it's, it's hard to, it, you can't, there's not a lot of bad things to say about him. 
yet. Now he'll uh, yeah, eventually start I, well, coaching games, and we'll have plenty of bad stuff to say about him. But he's he's a nice guy who is is probably not qualified for the job, though. Yes, and, and that's not a nice thing to say, but it's it's fair. I mean, it's not like he was a candidate anywhere else. It's not like his name's ever come up as a candidate anywhere. Um, and he's never been a coordinator. I mean, when you, when you look at all that stuff, it's like, okay, maybe, maybe not so good. Uh, but yeah, do I want him to succeed? Sure. But then if he succeeds, Easter be succeeds. Jesus succeeds. And Cal I will succeed. Yeah. And, and so part of me is like, uh, I, I mean, I'm, and I used to, there used to be players on the Texans that I wanted to see have some success. Like I was like, man, I, I'd, I'd like to see JJ win. Uh, I'd like to see Deshaun win now. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really care if Deshaun wins anymore because I think Deshaun's been a big baby about all this. It's not like there's any other players you can look at and go, man, now that guy, I'd love to see him succeed for the sake of him getting a ring. No, there's no one like that now. Now that they've cut John Weeks, I just don't have those feelings anymore. What about uh, Colin Gillespie? Sorry, gone. Hmm. What about Whitney Merciless? Don't you love him? No. (laughs) I don't want Whitney Merciless to succeed. You don't like Kaimi? No, I want him to fail too. What about... I'm just wishing failure on folks. Hmm. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Somebody says, Kubiak left here and won a Super Bowl, but y'all think he was the problem here. Uh, his last year, he was a problem. and He was. Uh, listen, sometimes... Sometimes, guys, it's time for them to move on. Yeah, they, they're, it, at some point, they're, a change of scenery is all that is going to fix things. So, and, and a change of voice, people tune you out, um, and so yeah, that that's just you know don't don't try to revise history here. Yeah. I mean, you got to go back and, and look at what happened in a two and fourteen season. Well, also, where the guy also had multiple health problems. Also, uh, Peyton Manning probably played a role. Yeah, I think Peyton Manning had more to do with that than. Uh, I mean, having a, one of the all-time defenses too. Also, yeah, you know, I think yeah. things. He had a little bit better roster there in Denver, yeah. so maybe he got the most that he could out of this particular roster. And I, I as he said, he he had become predictable by the time he left here, and that's why Matt Schaub turned into a pick six machine. He's calling the same plays, and the defense was ready for him every time. So, um, yeah, that's. Hey, can I uh, throw out a couple of hockey pictures? Hell yeah, you people? can. Uh, two plays tonight. We're on a 6-0 run, so it's going to end at some point, so this might be the time to sit out. I won't. Um, Islanders-Devils, under 5.5. Okay. That's uh, uh, Devils can't score. Isles play great defense. It's a a good matchup in terms of of goaltenders for an under, and I know a lot of you don't like unders, so I have an over for you. Montreal-Calgary, over 5.5. Okay. So those are your two plays tonight. Good luck. Hopefully we keep on rolling, man. 
Um, so we were talking about the David Cully thing. And first off, so he's on some podcast and he says one thing. He basically says um, something to the effect of he's on the roster right now but they don't want a franchise quarterback who doesn't want to be there. We want guys who are all in and that could change. Okay. Then he gets to the press conference today and everything's Deshaun's our quarterback. And it was just, uh, it, it was the exact opposite. So I, I, I wonder if what you were saying in the first segment's right. If they didn't get a hold of him, pull him in a corner oh, and I'm say, sure. shut the hell up. So, uh, and I also think, uh, so to me, he's either been told to shut the hell up and he's kind of lying. I'm going to go with he's not smart, but I mean, that's the whole organization, man. They're, they're just a joke over there. And, you know, the media is asking the same question about Deshaun over and over and over. I mean, look, look at the transcript. I think there was like 12 questions asked, and I think five of them were Deshaun related. Um, and to be to, to be fair, I think uh, I, he can't really answer those questions. He's yeah, not the that's GM. Not his, that's not his business. Uh, so here, here's I have the transcript. So here's the Watson questions. When you met with Deshaun Watson, what did you learn from that conversation? And he basically said, well, that's private. When a player submits a trade request like Deshaun Watson, how does the team handle that? Well, it's something you'd have to talk to Nick about. When we talked to you last time, you were adamant about Deshaun Watson being the quarterback for the Texans. Is that right. still the case? Also, what are your plans for the backup quarterback positions? Um, and again, reading between the lines, it, it does sound like he's our quarterback right now. We're very committed to Deshaun as our quarterback. He is our quarterback. He's the only guy we've got under contract at this time right now. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, this wasn't why, really, why wouldn't he play for us? He's the only one we got. Yeah. Well, this is kind of a Watson question. What would your pitch be to a free agent or any player as to why this team uh, they should play for, given everything that's been circulating recently? Um, another question. Do you believe the organization can get quarterback Deshaun Watson to change his mind? And again, what, what, what's his answer supposed to be? Well, and, and that's the thing. The, the only thing is he refused to acknowledge that there's even a problem there. And, and that... I mean, that's a little insulting. Okay, that's another Watson question. What is your contingency plan if Deshaun Watson does not participate in training, training camp? As of right now, there is no contingency plan from the standpoint of he is a Houston Texan. And basically, that's how we're moving forward with it. Uh, there's an Easterby question, another Easterby question. And then somebody flat out asked, are you trading Deshaun Watson? It was some <laughs> chick. What a... What a dumb question. I mean, like, really, you're going to get an answer from that? That's probably the same chick who said the... Uh a Rockets preseason game was bigger than a UFC heavyweight championship fight. Probably. I think it was the same girl. Uh, and then said, Shame. you've said repeatedly the team is committed to quarterback Deshaun Watson. Is Watson committed to you and the team? Yes, he is. How do you know Deshaun Watson's committed to the team? And again, well, he's a Houston Texan. Again, I know I feel, I feel like the commitment we've made to him, I feel like that same commitment will be there with us moving forward. Yeah, total uh, Dallas is... Coach, are you designing plays for Deshaun or someone else, like maybe a uh, a Ryan Finley or a uh, Chase Daniel? Who, do you, who are you building your playbook around? Yeah, that's, that's about right. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I don't blame him for 
They're, they're asking the same questions. But the guy can't. I mean, what's he going to say? Although, I, you say that, and then look what he said on the podcast. He basically gave you some information there, which he didn't do here. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, this, this is such a mess. Just, just do something, please. I mean, I, 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 and it's not too much to ask, is it, Fred? No, no, I don't think so. But, yeah, and then just, oh, well, that's a Nick Casario question. And then, like everybody else, he deflects everything about Jesus Easterby. Right. It's like, well, he's in charge of football operations. Yeah, okay. Somebody did ask him what his offense was going to be, which I think was a good question, something I would have liked to have heard. Oh, and another key point of this, because somebody was saying earlier he didn't get to hire his own assistants. I think if you you read between the lines there, that was obvious today. Because I asked him about, you know, when you're putting a staff together, are these guys that you uh, always envisioned or that some kind of question like that? He never addressed anything other than to say, oh, well, Lovey Smith's had a lot of success. The uh, poor guy. I mean, he's just happy to be here. Yeah. Like, he knows that he's got no real say. He's got no real power. He's, he's just a, a figurehead. But it's not like he can bitch about it. And no, This is the, the, the hand he's been dealt. What's he going to say? That, oh, well, I don't really have any power. Right. You know, Jesus handles everything and Nick handles personnel. But also, everyone knows that. So, yeah. Yeah. But, How great would it have been if he's, I'm looking forward to meeting Lovey Smith. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I've admired it, his career for years. I can't wait to work alongside him. I've heard of some of these coaches that got hired for me. Mm. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, it's almost a joke every time they go public now. And, yeah, you can't. I, there's your win. Told you not to panic. Chicken geez. dinner. Told you not to panic. You're over panicking. You're going to be like this all day, right? You probably got plays for the rest of the show. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. Just checking. I don't and, and, by the way, my, the team I bet that's going now, they're they're behind. Okay. A favorite that's behind. So, you know, you know how I feel about that. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They always are. Well, not always. About 60% of the time they are, though. <laughs> About 54%. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, it's just, it just seems like every time they do anything publicly, and I guess uh, Nick is going to be on uh, with be on the Texans channel in the morning for an interview for, like, the first time. Be interested to hear how that goes. Yeah. But I, it's just there's nothing that ever comes out of these things where you say, you know what, I, I think. I think maybe they, they've got it figured out. They're going to get this thing right. It's just, no, we got a coach who really has no power. And, you know, they, it kind of got thrown under the bus. Let's be honest. Yeah. Where's, where's Easterby? Where's Nick? You're going to let this guy get thrown under the bus with all these questions. If you're going to say, well, that's a Nick question. Well, where the hell is Nick? Shouldn't Nick be there to answer that question? And so he's the one having to take all these bullets for these clowns. So part of me feels a little sorry for him for that. On the other hand, I don't feel sorry for anybody in that organization anymore. It's. it's they all signed up for it. How about the Lakewood Fish? That's not a bad name. Not bad. Eh, I don't mind that. Somebody, Shout out to the fish. Somebody <laughs> threw that out there. I, I think I think bluefish or redfish or fish has to be in there somewhere. But. That, that's I think we're getting there. 
All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. This is ESPN 97.5. Real fun sports. is the blitz on espn 97.5 and on espn 92.5 live from the veritex community bank studios here's fred fowler and aj hoffman and we are back on the blitz 713-780-ESPN's your number so uh some do we have the audio that from cully on that podcast i can get it real quick yeah i mean, I mean just sometime this segment just to make sure that I'm not misinterpreting what he had to say. Because I'm only going by what I'm reading here, but I heard it. And that's how it sounded to me. A um, couple of things. Apparently, the Dolphins are reportedly all in on a Deshaun Watson trade. Which Well, that doesn't even matter if the Texans don't want to trade him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think... And then, apparently, the Bears are so desperate now that they're willing to trade the entire franchise for either him or Russell Wilson. Okay. Now, if I'm the Bears... I'd and, and this is no disrespect to Deshaun. I'd rather have Russell Wilson. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think the price is as high. I know I've got a guy who can, Russell Wilson's better than Deshaun Watson. He, you he can is. just say it. He is. It's not All like right. it, that, it, that's not a knock on Deshaun Watson. Like there's not there's not a hand there's not a ton of guys that you'd say like this guy is definitively better than Deshaun. But Russ is on that short list. That's he's he's accomplished yeah, he's, more. He's, he is better than Deshaun Watson. He's still young. Like yeah, yeah it, I mean, he you're still getting him at his best. Now I don't think he'll be at the best three years from now, but that's all right. Your your window is now if you're the Bears. I think there's guys you can debate. Like if you say who who's better, Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson? I, I I'll I'll hear an argument for both sides. Yeah. If you say who's better, Josh Allen or Deshaun Watson? I think you can make an argument for both guys. Russ isn't one of those guys. There's, no. there's, just, there's not really an argument for Deshaun. No, I, I think when you're talking about Russ and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh, and Mahomes. And Mahomes. There's just not a – I won't hear that argument. That's the slam dunks. That's the slam dunk trio. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, I, it, that's not even including Brady. Right. But, if I mean, if I wanted one – if I could only have one of those guys right now, it, it'd be Mahomes – or uh, it would be Watson over Brady. So – uh, that makes a little sense, but yeah, uh, Russ is a it, it's it, that's an easy one. So, yeah, I I and I don't know if the Seahawks are serious about this. Just like I I still don't know how serious the Texans actually are, or aren't aren't right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think it makes more sense if you're the Bears to go after Russell Wilson, and it, it probably makes more sense for the Texans to make a deal with a team like Miami anyway and get the high pick, but. Um, I, I, it's, it's so funny though, because I see stuff like today and well, I think Deshaun has been a child about this and, and I, and, and it makes me question his leadership abilities. No question. I, I don't like the way he's handled it, but every time I see this, I don't blame the guy for wanting out. I just wish he'd handled it more like a pro. Yeah. And I heard someone call in, uh, to, to Nick and, uh, Dell today and say, <laughs> You know, why are the Texans being so petty about this? Why don't they just do right by Deshaun and, and let him go? Because he obviously doesn't want to be here. And that's that's just dumb. 
like I, it, why why should they do right by him if that if it I, means that I thought they did right by him by giving him a contract. Right. They did right by him by making him like paying him like he'd won a Super Bowl when he hasn't. When he's won a playoff game that really took like a miracle play to happen. Like the guy should the guy should be getting ready to to start a new contract with a franchise that believed in him and he signed that deal. He didn't have to. No one's like look like I said, look what Dak did. Dak said, "No, I, that's not for me." And they kept working on it, working on it, and finally he made a decision, but if Deshaun wanted to be a free agent, if Deshaun wanted to pick his team, he had the right to do so. It would probably it would he'd still be here for this year because they would have franchised him. Well, he still would have been here. He still had two years left, though. Yeah. And, and so, technically, they could have kept him for four if they wanted to. Uh, and and so, yeah, he didn't have the... He didn't have the advantage that Dak did that, you know, the really, the Cowboys could only franchise him one more time. Yeah. And in, in this case, you know, so... But if he wanted to play it out that way, then he should have. You know, rather than, okay, I'm going to sign a deal. Because that does imply you want to be here. And, and, but things change, man. And, and I don't blame him at all because this is such a joke of an organization. It really is. And, and, I, and, I hear, you know, and I hear your head coach come on and basically just be dumb, just like I know your owner is, just like I know Easterby is. And it's, it's just, it, I'd like, I, I listen to this stuff and I'm like, man, I wouldn't want to be here. I get it. And it is, it's a disaster. And I get telling yourself, man, I don't want to waste my prime years here. But it was already headed that way when he signed the deal. Oh, absolutely. And he, the writing was on the wall, and he signed the deal anyway. I, I, I just can't feel bad for the guy. I can't say, well, they should do right by him. I, well, I, I'm not going to go that far doing right by him. If it's me, I'm still going to do right by my organization. And I think that's best, a priority. And I think the best thing is to trade him. I do too. And, because I think you're going to get. But you trade him because it's good for your organization, not because it's good for Deshaun. If if it winds up being good for him, so be it. I I mean that's not the point though. The point for me is I'm gonna I'm gonna get the deal that I can, and I'm gonna get the best deal that I can. And it's not so much about doing right by him. Frankly, I don't want a whiny little bitch as my I don't either anymore. But that's why I also said if you want the Texans to do right by Deshaun, doing right by him and getting him out of here, that would mean okay, you want to play that game. You waive your no trade clause, and we'll find a trade partner for you. But Deshaun's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah, and, and he wanted uh, he wanted the contract, which gave him security. Now he wants out of the contract, and he wants to be traded, but he doesn't want to give no, up he, that he, no he, trade clause. He doesn't want out of the contract. He wants the contract to go with him. Right. So, like I said, give up that no trade clause. That can probably happen. Like you, but you can't have it. Everything can't be your way. No, and and if I'm if I'm the Texans, I'm not going to let it be his way. It, it's going to be. Look, you want to get traded? I'm happy to trade you. I think it's best for our franchise. You're going to go what we, for where we get the best deal. I'm curious now what you think. What what like if you is is it Wednesday? No, it's Thursday, isn't it? What yep. are the, what are the odds Thursday? Let's play this game. What are the odds Deshaun is still a Texan week one? I I still think it's less than ten percent at this point. See, I I think, I think it's like seventy percent now. Mm, yeah, I I don't. I think it's going up. No, I I think they're just talking a good game because uh they're just they're they're going to make it look like I mean, you, at this point 
we're not close enough to the draft for you to say, yeah, yeah, we'll trade him. We'll trade yeah. him. I, I think at this point they're going to just let teams panic, let the price keep going up. And you hear stuff like this. Well, the Bears would be willing to trade, you know, 10 million draft picks or whatever. Okay. Now I'll go to Miami. Miami's all in. Really? Okay. Well, here's what I want. Uh, here's what I would listen to. And you just let them keep bidding against each other. And then when it gets close, you say, okay, I, I like this deal. Like a little more out of it. Jets are willing to give me this. Are you willing to give me throw in this? And you know, that's when you get serious about it. When, when it gets closer, because at this point, I'm not taking a deal that you just, that everybody's throwing out right away. Cause I'm going to let them bid against each other. I want the price to go up. The problem is it'd be nicer if there were more teams that could bid against each other. It, it Instead does. of the three teams that Deshaun said he'd accept a trade Yeah, but to. you know what? Uh, you don't need more than three if they're all three bidding against each other hard. You know, that because somebody's going to drop out right off the bat. That always happens. It, it all sounds good. Like, oh, we're the Broncos. We'd love to have him. What? Five number one picks? But what if there's a team that has more that isn't on that list? Is willing to offer more? Like, that's where it becomes a problem to me. Well, not really, because as, as of now, we don't know what teams he'd really accept a trade to. So if I know he's not going to accept a trade to Detroit, Detroit gives me the best offer, I'm going to go to the teams that I know he's... That he would accept yeah, and, and say, say hey, hey, this man, is the best offer. Yeah, you got to beat this. But also, though, I mean, let's also remember, those other owners, you're not dealing with Cal McNair. Those guys aren't idiots. They're saying, well, yeah, I'm sure Detroit is offering you that, but Deshaun's not going to waive his no trade to go to Detroit. Yeah, but I mean, I hope it's Casario doing it, not Cal, not Easterby. But I don't know that. And, and no, and, and it still goes back. I don't trust these guys to make smart decisions. And, and I mean, that's how I would handle it. Of course, if I were handling it, we wouldn't be in this position. I'll, I'll just tell you that flat out. It wouldn't have gotten to this. If I told a guy he was going to have a say, he was going to have a say. And He did have a say. Uh, they didn't on. tell him he could pick. No, but... It, they said he'd have a say. Uh, they said they'd listen to suggestions. And they, they took his input. Yeah, I mean, that you're, you're sounding just like Cal now, which is dumb. Because that's not how... Okay. It's not, no, it's not how it played out. I mean... And how did it play out? Well, and how do you know? Well, I I have talked to some people over there. Did you talk to Cal? I have not talked to Cal. No. But did you talk to Deshaun? Because they seem to be they're, they're apparently the guys who know what was said. Um, there's more people to know than that. AJ, come on, you know how these things work. Okay. I mean, really, you want me to sit here and tell everybody who I've talked to over there? No, you know better I, than that. But I mean, if you're uh, you're saying that he he would. If this is something that Cal told Deshaun he was going to get, did, no, here's, did he say it in like a big meeting or here's 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 the thing because there wasn't a GM at the I, time. Are you going to let me explain or are you going to just keep asking sure. questions? Uh, you know the, the reality is Cal thinks he did what he said he was going to do, and you know why? Because he's stupid. He said, "I'm going to take your input, and you know, and if if you ignore it, that's fine. You can, you're certainly within your rights to do that." But he said he was going to listen to the guy. And he listened in his mind, and the input really meant nothing to him because he wanted he and Easterby wanted the specific guy, and that's where it started. But that's you know, I mean, obviously you're not asking him to pick. He just had some names out there he wanted him to talk to. They they said we will take it under advisement, and then they ignored it. Same thing happened to Russell Wilson. Now that's fine. You can agree that those guys can do that. That's well within their rights. In Cal's mind, he did what he was supposed to do. But Cal's a dumbass. 
I would also say Deshaun's a dumbass in this instance. Oh, look, I'm not. I'm not uh, because I'm not defending Deshaun. I want to make that clear. I think. I think what happens when dumb people get into arguments, then you can't solve it, and that's what's happened here. But because I believe if you, like if you, if Deshaun thought he was going to have more of a say than he did, then that's on him. Because where in the NFL does that happen? <laughs> where in the NFL do players get to pick GMs and coaches? Like, well, but here's 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 the thing: if uh, if if you're hiring somebody to work here, which you know, God knows we'll ever be able to hire anybody again, but let's say you, you're going to hire somebody, and you tell, like, let's say Joel leaves, and you tell Nick you're going to give him a say in who's going to work with him, and you guys have a conversation in your mind, you think, okay, he says he'd like this guy and this guy, and you go and you hire somebody else without telling him, then he's going to think. That he had no input whatsoever. And it may be true. You know, maybe you thought about those guys, but you at least got to communicate. And that's the problem. And he didn't. And, and again, I'm not, def- I'm not defending Deshaun because Deshaun's acting like a child in this too. But, I mean, but it- that's what happens. And I just think the problem is, you know, you, you can't just, um, I mean, you can't tell somebody, yeah, yeah, we want you to be a part of this. And, and then ignore him without calling him and, and telling him, hey, man, we got a chance to get this guy. This is who we wanted all along. Really appreciate the input, but this is the direction we're going to go. Just wanted you to know. Is that like, sorry, we're not going to take your input? We're, we're going this other way? Is that phone call all that was missing? Is uh, that what this is all it, about? It's not all that was missing because you're still going to be pissed off, right? Like if, if, when I got hired here is a good example. I'm sure Dave told you and Jong, you guys will have some say on, on which one of these guys we pick. And maybe maybe you did, but actually the- actually we did because, um, and and going back because I actually brought you up. I said even though his tryout was awful, I think AJ's the best guy. But at the and- end, of the, but if you hadn't thought that way, at the end of the day, Tepper would have made what was the best decision for him because it's his. At the end of the day, his ass is the one hanging out in the wind on making the call to hire someone. The the management, the guy who's put in charge to hire these people, he's at the end of the day, responsible for the hire. Yeah, but see, now you're, you're trying to equate this to that, and it's not the same thing. Because, frankly, a lot of people who are radio talent have say in who gets hired. And, and, it, and that happens all the time. So it's not the same thing. I mean, because, I mean, a program director, I mean, not all of them have that kind of power where they just do everything. I mean, they have to deal with egotistical talents, too. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, that... That's just part of it. It's it's a different business, and and football has been this has has been the exact opposite. Yeah, management does these decisions, and players play. But the problem is, players are want, wanting more power. Should they get it? I mean, yeah, I would have it written into a contract, like I do in my contract here, and you know. But this is new to them, so. I'm and I'm not trying to defend Deshaun Watson. I'm just trying to say I understand why he's pissed off, and every single thing that's happened since would piss me off too, and I'd want out. I just would handle it better, and you know that's uh that's me. That's how I would do it. So, but again, I I can't project that onto this situation. But I also I also think to just say, oh well, he didn't get a say, so he's mad, isn't really accurate either. And again, just based on conversations I've had with people over there who I trust. And I do think Cal knows he made a mistake. 
and tries to fix it, at least in the way he handled it. But Deshaun's not having any of it, which right. now that's on him. At least try to work it out. But the, the problem is, is who's in control over there? And you listen to that crap today, and it sounds like, well, Jack's a de facto owner. Nick's the GM. I don't really have anything to do with it. I'm just a head coach. I just want to put, build a winning culture. Right. I want to win football games. Oh, well, or maybe he wants to win cases. If he does that, he better call Lawyer Dave, especially if he falls down the stairs over at, over at the NRG or he's in a car accident <laughs> on the way. It's Lawyer Dave, right? That's exactly right. Hey, Blitzers, Lawyer Dave here, Houston-based lawyer David Mestemaker. If you get hurt any kind of way at any kind of place, you give me a holler at 713-626-8900, and I'll do my best to help you out. Yeah, and, and it could be an accident. It could be a slip and fall uh, accident, 18-wheeler, any of that, or even problems with the doctors and hospitals or your vaccines or whatever. If they screw it up, you got them covered. Yeah, we see, unfortunately, too much of that stuff, and we look at those cases very carefully. We have the best experts in the country to help us appraise the kind of medical malpractice cases you're describing. So we give you the straight answer. It may not be that it's a great case, but if it is, we're going to take it to the limit. We're going to get you the money that you deserve. You can bet on that. And if, if it is a case you take, you're going to drop the axe on them, but you're also, they're not paying a dime out of their pocket until they win the case, right, even if they have to go to the doctor. That's exactly right. If you don't have any money or health insurance to see a doctor and you're my client, I'll get you to a doctor without any money out of your pocket at all. If you don't have a ride to get to the doctor, I'll get you a ride back and forth because we here want to make sure that the people have the easiest time possible when they're in a desperate situation recovering from a doggone car wreck or some other kind of accident. All right. Tell them how they can get in touch with you. They can get a hold of the hombre de hacha. That means accident. Do you like that, Fred? at 713-626-8900 or at Lawyer Dave Laws, my Twitter handle, or email me at LawyerDave.com, and I'll be sure to take the call and help you out as best I can or send you someplace for somebody who can. Yeah, you got to get badass axe man in there. All right, uh, if they need a lawyer, what do they do? <laughs> they had better dial Dave. ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Let's let, let's let the people weigh in on this. Uh, who's been on longest there? Gary, what's up? Hey, just wanted to say about Deshaun. Uh, I'm kind of torn because, you know, I, I'm pro Deshaun, but I just really feel like the Texans should play hardball with him. Um, make him wave the no trade clause. He can't have it both ways to where he wants to go, but then gets to pick his destination. Also, I believe he received some of that signing bonus. It, it just doesn't seem right that you get some of the signing bonus and never play a snap of the contract. So maybe make them pay back some of the contract rate, waive the no trade clause, and if he doesn't do it, then that will that will turn the public opinion against Deshaun. Because if you want to get traded, then you know waive the no trade clause so we can get you know the best deal that we can get. So I think that's where it's going to go, and I think if he does that, then we'll you know we'll finally be able to move on. 
But he doesn't seem to want to do that. But I mean, that, those are fair points, and 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 I I don't know if those conversations are taking place, but they should. And yeah, I mean, hey, you you want to get back some of that signing bonus? Happy to do it. You can make a new deal with your new team. Well, and, then, and like as the draft approaches, that's when his decision will have to be made because he'll have to give back some of that money. Yeah, and and honestly, I think the public is starting to turn against him a little bit. But it, it for me, I can't look at this as. Deshaun versus management because management's dumb. Yeah, and guess what? And Deshaun's acting that way. And if again, if it's my team, I don't want the guy anymore. I know he's a great player, but this isn't the kind of leadership that I want to see from somebody. This kind of this isn't the kind of intelligence I want to see out of my quarterback. So yeah, I'm I'm making a deal, but I also would make it the best one for me. And yeah, I'd say signing bonus. Okay, you were happy to take that money when you were going to be here. And somebody asked, do you think Deshaun saw the power NBA players have, i.e. LeBron, and he decided it was entitled that same power? I think you're seeing that with football players now. And I don't, I mean, I don't blame them when they look at that and they say, wow, these guys can go wherever they want and do whatever they want. And they have all the power over the teams. Why can't I do that? Yeah. And right or wrong, that's a different issue. And, and I, I mean, I, I think it's, in this case, I think it's in everybody's best interest to move on. And if that gets him what he wants, great. I don't really care. That's not my interest if I'm running the team. But I'm not. It's being run by a bunch of buffoons. So who knows what they're going to do. Uh, and somebody else says, seemed like part of the problem is they were going to change directions. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Easterby snuck in and changed it. That, and that is part of the whole thing was we're going to have a whole new culture here. We're going to start from scratch. And then Easterby jumps in and gets another Patriot guy hired. That's not a changing culture. And I, I get why that's upsetting. And then things that have happened since then have made it worse. But it, it isn't, it just doesn't, at this point, I don't see any way of fixing it because both sides are so stupid. Hey, uh, got, a, got a 713 grind in the Twitch is saying, Deshaun went 4-12 and with a top three worst defense in NFL history. Th- that's just not true. The Texans defense was bad last year, but they were the, they gave up the sixth most points in the league. There were five scoring defenses worse than the Texans last year in the league. Yeah. Uh, like, it was a bad defense. Don't get me wrong. Well, there are some metrics where it was historically bad, like tur- turnovers and things like that. Right. So, um, but it, it yards, depends on what scoring, you like, it, you're, you, that's not one of the three worst defenses in F- NFL history. That's just, that's going overboard. And assets must please explain how someone is dumb because they want to be traded and sent some tweets. It's not that they want to be traded. It's not that he sent some tweets. It's how he's handled it. And if you want to be traded, it, I mean, maybe say it. Yeah, quit being a baby about it. I mean, it's this is the kind of thing a teenager would do. Otherwise, maybe take phone calls from your football team that's paying you. But That's dumb to not do that. Can we agree? When your boss is calling you, the guy that signs your check, and you don't answer the phone? No, that's not wise. I'm sorry, and if people are, are going to act dumb gonna call them dumb I, I know that apparently that's offensive dumb people don't like to be called dumb but if you're gonna act dumb then and you're doing dumb things it makes you a dumb and somebody says bad sports takes always include comparing regular people jobs to sports stars I, I don't think there's a lot of parallels there to be honest there are times when you can make it work but i i tend to i don't think it's a bad sports take i just don't think it's always apt so uh, if he sits out all year, do the Texans have to pay him? No. No. And, and he has to pay them. 
And it's also the it's the first year of his deal, so it's not as much as it's going to be. So if he's going to sit out, this is probably the year to do it. But that's mean, AR Platinum. What are the odds Deshaun gets traded, tears another ACL, and we dodge a bullet? Oh, that's the thing. It could, that could happen. Is that what you're wishing for? Dude, how smart do they look if that happens? They get like 12 draft picks, four small children, a bunch of players. He goes out the first day of practice, out for the season. And all of a sudden, oh, look how smart they are. Not for me. All right. Somebody mentioned the Titans had a much worse defense than the Texans, and they won the division. I don't know if they were much worse. They were bad. The difference was they could run the football, and they had a beast they could hand it off to to keep that defense off the field. So the defense, but boy, against I think they, the Titans, if I'm not mistaken, historically bad on third down defense. Also, all right. Quick break. It's the Bliss on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is Heisman Trophy winner Troy Smith, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5. Go Bucks. 